Welcome to Sasquatch Ate My Baby, where a mystery is afoot. I'm Kate. And I'm Dave. And the soup of the day is tortilla. Mm. Okay. Fuck you. That's a good <laughs> soup. And you know what? There's only so many soups in the world, and we've already done 27 of them. I feel like there's lots of soups in the world. Yeah, but that one was on my list. Mm. See? Have we done stone soup yet? Have we done wombat soup? No, we haven't done either of those yet. Can I do wombat soup when we do it? Sure. I'm just going to read it. <laughs> You're going to read what? Wombat soup. I don't wombat know what that soup. means. Oh, okay. Never I mind. thought it was like an actual soup. It's a children's book. Oh, my bad. Oh. I didn't read as a child or as an adult. You're deprived. <laughs> nah. Hi, I'm Dave. Good. Hi. Ask me what I'm wearing. What are you wearing, Kate? Happy Halloween! I'm a trash panda, and I'm drinking trash panda. For those who don't know, a trash panda is a raccoon. <laughs> and a beer. <laughs> and a beer. And it has hearts on it. Yeah, I came in costume. Is that what you're doing for Halloween? Uh, Well, I'm going to hand out some candy to kids in it. Maybe have a really super hot day at work. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's a full-on onesie. I'm sweating balls right here. <laughs> yeah, I got the fire going. Yeah. Started that thing, and uh, why did you not fill the cup before? What did that have to do with Oh, I wanted to take a picture of me drinking the trash panda. Do you want me to take a picture of you? Yeah, but let me put my headphones on the outside. Okay. <laughs> Bear with us, people, where we, well, we take pictures and shit. Hi, my name's Danica. And my name's Emma. And together we host Second, second Impressions, Impressions, where we'll try anything twice. Each week we try something for the second time. We talk about what our first experience was like, how well we remember it, and how we've grown and changed. But mostly we talk about dumb stories from our youth and what beer we're drinking. So join us every Sunday on Second Impressions, available on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. You're a good Instagram boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible at Instagram. So many pens here. Have you ever seen those pictures of like the Instagram boyfriends all in a row? What's the Instagram boyfriends? Like the ones where they hold the hand? No, no, no. Well, yeah. But it's like a guy that basically just like takes pictures of a girl. Like he doesn't even have to be like her boyfriend taking part of her life. It's fine. <laughs> um, it's just like a friend or like a boyfriend mm-hmm. that takes like the pictures in the right light and they like take 20 pictures in a row oh, yeah. i saw an instagram uh boyfriend in like the wild the other day in the wild yeah the girl like handed him her phone and then ran up to some leaves and put her face behind the leaves and like crossed them and yeah. was like posing with them and then i walked up with my two dogs and my pokemon go and i was like what's up <laughs> i have seen a lot of those yeah. like making of instagram posts where it's like four people all like holding something so it all works out for the one person yeah it's good stuff there's like a person who stands at the train station for that uh for a picture of like a harry potter thing where you're pushing the cart nine and three quarters yeah and somebody will hold your scarf so it looks like you're running through the wall really and like somebody just works there standing there holding a scarf i swear it just looks like that um How's, how's your week? What's up? Tell me something good. Mm, I don't think I've done anything this week. Nothing? No. Well, that's a bummer. I mean, because we're recording before I did the thing that I said I was going to do <laughs> on the last episode because I'll be away. 
when we normally would record. I don't understand what you just said. Because I'm going to go to that live show, but it'll be like two weeks in the past now. Oh, so, but, <laughs> right, because you haven't gone yet. <laughs> yeah, because we're recording earlier than <laughs> normal. Huh. <laughs> Confusing. Yeah. Nothing else new? Um, I swear there was something that we needed to talk about. I don't know. I guess not. <laughs> Whatever. Um, What did you do? Um, you live a life. Not really. I worked. Oh, no, I went to Vancouver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw Unleash the Archers and Striker Again. and The Order of Chaos and Ophelia Falling. Yeah. All those bands, yeah, again, third time seeing Unleash the Archers. What about the other ones? No, they're all new. Oh, okay. Great show, though. I learned a lot about myself and life. Are you going to be a better person now? Probably not. <laughs> I thought I was in the moment, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Yeah. <clears throat> Killer show. Rickshaw Theater is awesome. I love it there. Mm-hmm. Dirty little punk club on East Hastings. Nasty. It just works out for the whole atmosphere of it. Cool. And they got fairly cheap drinks, considering. How much were, were they? I think a shot was like six bucks. A shot of whiskey. That's not bad, considering like a beer at a, a concert's usually like seven dollars. Exactly. And it's like, I mean, yeah, it's still a show. Mm-hmm. So, but it's such a shitty show, so mm-hmm. it's fairly cheap. Yeah. Shitty club, I guess. <laughs> but I like it a lot. I like it. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? Um, Aliens? Is yours aliens or is it supernatural? Oh, it's a little bit of everything. Okay. How about you? Uh, aliens. I don't even remember what you're doing. I'm doing alien abductions. Yeah, but yeah. you had a specific one and I forgot Yeah, what it and was. you know what? Like, I've decided to give aliens a new chance. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you about. You have a new favorite movie. Oh, I do have a new favorite movie. (laughs) So, guys, if you haven't seen Venom yet, (laughs) you got to get out there to the theater. It's got Tom Hardy. He is super sexy. Um, What about when he's covered in black symbiote? Yeah, it's got a black symbiote thing. Um, Called Venom. Called Venom. (laughs) So I was like, I'm not super familiar with the marvel universe i've seen like things (laughs) i don't even think that's part of the it is part of the marvel universe because he he was spider-man at one point but is it part of the current mcu or is it part of like still when like fox owned a bunch of shit oh i don't know no well stan lee was in it yeah stan lee's in all the marvel ones no matter what so it's still the marvel universe though but it's not necessarily like i think Everything, though, is the Marvel Universe. Not really. Like, X-Men's not. Yes, it is. It's not part of the current MCU that, like, just had the Infinity Infinity Wars. Okay, well, I've never seen Infinity Wars. So, just Marvel in general. Like, DC versus Marvel. It is definitely a Marvel movie, but it's (laughs) not necessarily part of the The Marvel Disney MCU. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't think it is. Well, Disney owns a bunch of shit. And then maybe Fox owns a bunch of shit. I think it's Fox. We'll have to look it up. Yeah. Um, but regardless of what universe that it's in, I'm not like <laughs> super familiar with comic books or anything like that. I've right. read a couple X-Files comic books. And I'm mostly a DC like, guy. Super into Archie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I read some of the Archie Zombie ones. That still doesn't count. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is my extent, like my extensive knowledge of yeah. anything kind of like that. Like the only reason I saw um, Spider-Man: Homecoming, which I actually really like too, is I because never saw it. I hate Spider-Man. Really? Yeah, he's a piece I, of well, shit. I have a girlfriend, bitch. Allie, that she does like cosplay. She really loves Marvel in general. Is she hot? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'll show you some of her <laughs> cosplay. She's in a relationship. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. But hi, Allie. <laughs> um, and she actually cosplays at, as Venom sometimes, too. Oh, but the only cool. reason I've seen like any of the Spider-Man movies or like a lot of the things that I've seen recently is because I went to the movies with her when I was living in Vancouver. Um, I love her. She's awesome. Um, but and I enjoyed them, but it's just not my thing. But... Going into this, like, I found my Marvel niche. Like, <laughs> it's the one thing that, like, really got to me. And then so, like, I've just been really, like, riding off that Venom high. And I keep asking people, like, hey, have you, like, have you seen Venom yet? Like, oh, okay, you did? Spoiler alert. Was I, Carnage in it? Yes. Sort of. No. Like, oh, at the end, right? it, Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but Spo- I heard Can it. you go spoilers alert just before that, just in case? Sure. <laughs> I don't want to be that person. Sure. Okay, thank you. Was it a scary movie? It was exciting. Like I don't. Get I remember sp- when it first was coming out. Like when it was first being hyped, it was supposed to be a horror movie, but I don't. It doesn't look like a horror movie. No, it's. I would say it's an action movie. Yeah. Like, and here's another thing too with action movies. I usually get really bored really quickly. I'm just. Like, You're a girl. Well, like I like the storyline, and then like the action stuff happens, and I'm like, it's still happening, like. Whereas the action stuff was happening, but as the action stuff was happening, there was like, it, it almost, it kept pausing for storyline. And then there was like narrative because like it, because there's Venom and um, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy, whoever his character's name was. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not that, that into it. I feel like it was Ben. I feel like it's not Ben. <laughs> I feel like that's Spider-Man's uncle who died. Okay. <laughs> um, regardless, I'll have to watch it again, which I totally would. And it's been a long time since I've seen a movie I'd watch again. All right, let's go see it. Cool. I'm into it. I haven't seen it, so. Um, but. Brock. Is his name Brock? Brock. That's it. Yeah. Um, but they'd be like talking to each other kind of. And it was, there was a narrative happening, even though there was like car chases and like shooting people and like. Well, that's a very useful thing when you're two people in one. Yeah. You can have a conversation during all this shit yeah and it's not like they were having like extensive conversations like there was banter yeah tangents yeah they'd be like don't (laughs) eat his head and he'd be like (laughs) i want to though and then i don't know i just like venom's almost like a pet i guess and so i just like doesn't venom control brock though i think they're they're they help each other yeah venom seems to like him a bit but does he like venom yeah they seem to like each other. Well, he should do the murderer. Well, other than the murdering <laughs> part. Um, they, so I don't know. I just, I liked it a lot. That's great. And Two then I up. made a fish tank on my phone and I named every single fish and myself Venom. <laughs> what does that mean? So like I started playing like one of those like app games like one of those things that used to be a screensaver on a phone or on a computer no it's kind of like it's um it's 
It's like one of those puzzle games, and the more puzzles that you do, the more points you get, and then you can buy fish and put them in your tank. You buy decorations <laughs> okay. to keep your fish happy, and you have to feed them kind of thing. Sure. And every now and then, they say things like, hey, Venom. Oh, hey, Venom. And, and then, they're all Venom. They're all Venom. Very creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to change it either. They give the fish names at first, and it's like Cody. And I'm like. No, his name's Venom. Yeah. The symbiotes <laughs> took over this whole tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Good job. Yeah. And and that's another and that, maybe that's why I'm willing to give aliens another chance too. It's because Venom's an alien. an alien. Yeah, that's why I thought of that. Because yeah. you, you were starting to talk about how you were giving aliens another chance. Yeah, I'm giving them another chance. As long as they don't make me go to space or think about space. You wouldn't go to space if an alien asked you to go to space? No. Even just for the view, they'll bring you right home. Like, hey, you want to go see the Earth from the moon? No. You fucking suck. Maybe if Earth exploded and they're taking me to, like, Earth 2. DC Universe Earth 2? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Is there? Yeah, there is. What what is it? It's an alternate universe with an Earth 2. Oh. Are there people in it? Yeah. Earthlings. It's just an alternate dimension. Oh, okay. DC. Earth, the sequel. DC is far superior to Marvel in the comic books. Not even close in the movies. I don't know. I might get some Venom comic books. It's all Marvel. Yeah. But the thing is, I feel like there's a stigma around comic book people of how, like, they're like... like you go in and you're like, I like this thing. And they're like, oh, well, what's all these things that you like about this thing? What's your favorite like story? Oh, arc? they want you to know the, the yeah. background. And I'm like, well, I don't, I've never been introduced to this stuff. I don't want to be that like douchebag that goes into it. It's like, hey, I saw this like really popular movie and I liked this thing. Can I have like a comic book? And then they'll be like, you don't belong here. And that's just well, the my guy anxiety who, talking. The guy who but... used to do that at the comic book store doesn't work there anymore. Is there a guy that <laughs> did He that? was a piece of shit, yeah. Oh. But the guy... Who runs it now? He's great. He'll he'll help you out. Okay, so maybe I'll go in and. But the thing is, I don't like owning things. Shout out to Curious Comics. Yeah, maybe them. <laughs> uh, why you can own a book? Yeah, but I don't like things taking up space, and so like I'm scared to buy like thirty of them and then just have. Well, them. you buy a trade paperback that has a whole series. Of oh, really? Yeah. So then it's like one book. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to buy single issues. Okay. Well, just go back and buy a. Yeah, trade paperback. Yeah, because the ones that I had for the X-Files just ended up in a box. And I'm like, and I didn't want to like wreck them or anything. And I didn't want to give them away because I liked them. Did you bag and board them? No, I'm not cool. (laughs) I'm I'm not. Is that the cool thing to do? I don't know. I'm not a good comic book person. I used to be. Now they're all in that room over there just boxed away. Chilling. It cost too much to buy single issues. Mm. The price went way up and it just was bankrupting me. So I gave up. Cool. Now here we are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Will you take me to the comic book store because I'm having anxiety about going by myself? Sure. <laughs> Thank you. I'll buy something. I Thank haven't you. read a comic in a while. Cool. Um, I was gonna say something. I don't remember what though. Doesn't matter. So what are you dressed up for Halloween, Dave? Um, I don't have a costume. Mm. I figured I'd like if I was gonna go out. I'd be a Viking. Cool. Yeah. But I don't know if I work or not, so I don't know if there's a point. (laughs) (laughs) Can you dress up at work? I don't know. Probably. You should ask. 
Like, I don't see why they wouldn't. What day is Halloween? It's a Wednesday. Oh, I'll definitely be working. Although people generally have a party before or after, right? Mm-hmm. But which, which weekend do you go on if it's on a Wednesday? The weekend before. Who says? You? Me. Well, because I... Uh, well, there'll, <laughs> there'll be parties, like, on the actual day, too, but... Um, but there'll be the, the clubs and pubs will be full yeah, on the weekends. Yeah, the prior to, because right. I went out like when I used to party the year that I was slutty Ash Ketchum for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe pics on her Instagram. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> um, Just start putting up some real horish stuff to get us followers. <laughs> <laughs> Tits out for followers. Um, I went out the weekend before and that was a lot of fun. And then I went out the night of, and that was like a Thursday. Right. Mm-hmm. And you still went the weekend before and it was a Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I went out the, like on the Saturday, it was no longer Halloween. <laughs> November comes and it's gone. Yeah. All right. So, and a funny story about that Halloween. Nope. Not going to tell that story. <laughs> not on air. <laughs> and, I feel like it makes me feel or sound like a bad person. <laughs> well, you should definitely tell it then. Okay. Do you, not... You've grown. I have grown because I would not do this now. Exactly. You have to keep in mind, guys, this was... It's like five, six years ago. Yeah, this was a long, long time ago. No, it wasn't five, six years ago. But <laughs> Just trying to help. <laughs> Actually, maybe it was. I'm 28. Yeah, it was at least five years ago. There you go. Um, So I went out for Halloween with a bunch of my friends and... Um, we went to McDonald's after and we're all dressed okay. up and there's a guy dressed as Stevie Wonder, white guy, blackface. Really? Yep. That wasn't allowed even back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's ordering and he drops something and leaves. And as I'm looking down, I pick it up and it's a little bag of Coke. Sweet. And I'm like, uh, well, I don't do dr- what, drugs. So like but it's Halloween. So yeah. Maybe you do. No. <laughs> I did coke on Halloween. You did? Or you... A couple of years back. Okay, well, not me. <laughs> Just because it was Halloween. Even Ash Ketchum doesn't do coke. <laughs> um, One and only time I've changed. I'm a new person. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, well, I don't do coke, but like, and none of my friends do, but what am I going to do with this? Like, this is worth a lot of money. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, there's a donation thing for poppies here because now it's November. You gave the veterans coke yes because like my drunken young person mind i was like this is worth so much money it'll get them so much they're not gonna sell it you should have sold it and given them the money i don't (laughs) i don't know what i was thinking but like in my head hammered and then i was like i don't need the poppy it's okay what did they do when you handed them Coke? Well, it's just a dropping thing. Like, it's an honor system. You put your dollar uh, in and you take your was poppy. Was there people there running McDonald's it? McDonald's workers. Oh, so it wasn't like veterans it, it, sitting there. No, it was like okay. a like an honor system. Well, some McDonald's workers scored a bunch of Coke. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Or the veterans came in. I feel really shitty about that, though. Why? Just because. Like, then, it, say it was the charity who ended up finding it. Well, they definitely did. Yeah, and then they had to like take it to the police because like. Or they did it. There, it's a charity. 
They're gonna. You don't do, think people in charities do coke? The charity is gonna do the honorable thing. One time at one of my old jobs, <laughs> we found uh, found some. I think it was coke. Uh-huh. It might have been weed. I feel like it was coke, and we had Those to call are two very different things. Well, I feel like that we were all a lot more like. Ooh, so it wasn't it. weed. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a long time ago, so I remember. And we actually did have to call the police to come pick it up because it was like our yeah. company policy. Yeah, of course. I found heroin on my bus once. What did you do? Heroin? No, I don't think heroin's on the list of things I need to do. Yeah, I don't think so either. Please don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. That can fuck your life up. Yeah. But Real I just, hard. I just brought it to the office and they called the cops, I assume, yeah. at some point. But I should have just handed it into the McDonald's employee and they could have either done what they wanted with it <laughs> or called the police as they should have. But come on. Yeah. Free drugs. So. Although there's no way I'm doing drugs I found on the, r- yeah. on the ground. <laughs> That's crazy. But it was I shouldn't definitely- even have done the coke that I did because I didn't know anybody at that party. They're just like, here, have some. It's like, yeah, I'm hammered. Let's do it. Drunk Dave makes poor decisions. Your coworkers listen to this. Yeah, but I'm a new man. This was years ago. Yeah. You learn and you, I'm like, I'm like almost 28 in a couple of days. Yeah, that's true. People do stupid things when they're young. As long as you, you live and you grow and you learn from your mistakes. And you should have experiences when you're young. You should do drugs. Nah. learn that you shouldn't do them i don't think you them. need to do drugs if you don't feel like it. i don't do drugs kids give it a shot <laughs> you never know <laughs> don't do drugs just do good drugs just do alcohol alcohol is not a good drug it'll kill you alcohol is the only drug that if you go into withdrawal you'll die the only the only heroin you won't die during the withdrawals but if you're a heavy drinker and you stop drinking, suddenly yeah. you die. How weird is that? Yeah. Heroin, you just get the, a fever. Dependency, I guess. Yeah, but you have dependency on heroin. It doesn't kill you. Liver dependency? I guess. I don't mm. know, but it's the only drug that'll do that. So maybe stop drinking. If alcohol was invented right now, it would not be legal. Honestly, I haven't really been drinking either. I've only drank on the podcast. <laughs> And I had, Michael got me a, a bottle of wine a couple of weeks ago, and it took me like two weeks to drink it. And then I... Really? Mm-hmm, and you then you're I, better than me. I bought a bottle of wine a few days ago, and I split it with him, and we didn't even finish it. I had like the last bit while I was making dinner last night. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. if I, we do go out for my birthday, you're going to get drunk with me? I'm away for your birthday. But if I go out and decide it's for my birthday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. I need to get wild. Can I wear my onesie? Of course. Cool. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> I find something that I like to wear, and I literally wear it every day. So <laughs> I wear this t-shirt all the time. I've been wearing this for like a week straight to the point where I had to buy a second one. Wow. I'm holding up a flannel with like some fuzzy fur on the inside. Like some faux uh, sheepskin. Skin. Yeah. So now I have two of them because the other one got real dirty and I haven't done laundry. So I bought another. You bought one instead of doing laundry? Yeah. How often do you do laundry? Um, Well, I try to do it once a week, but I've just been busy. And then um, our new neighbor, who's really nice, which I learned tonight, 
<laughs> but he fucks with your laundry. Yeah, he fucks with my laundry and it bothers me. He has, but he does laundry a lot. So all the times that I've like wanted to do laundry, he's like kind of been doing stuff. And, and then this I'm is like, one man. Yeah. It's he lives alone. Yeah, he's <laughs> he constantly does laundry doing laundry every day. He has an issue. So Michael does a lot of laundry too, and I'm like, how? I take a day off. I like sit around. I watch forensic files, and I do laundry and like eat. <laughs> you should have enough underwear to do laundry once a week. I have enough underwear and clothes to go an entire month without doing laundry. I don't have that much. So. Once a week for sure. I had like a thought about laundry today. Like everybody always separates colors and whites and shit, I don't. right? Yeah, me either. I just don't buy white. <laughs> well, you're wearing, wearing a white, white right shirt now. right now. But if you'll notice, it's actually quite yellow around the neck. <laughs> but like, I've never had an issue washing. Like, I wear undershirts with my work uniform they're white mm-hmm. and there's never been an issue with color dr- spilling onto it so um, what the fuck well i is it all a lie one time when i did have white it's from big laundry trying to make us do more laundry <laughs> no let's, let's hear this so one time when i did have whites and i did separate them because when i was a child my mom did not do my laundry <laughs> i had to do it my fucking self that's good um and this is where I learned to never trust anyone to do your laundry or your shit will get ruined. Um, I had some stuff in the laundry. I forgot about it. I left it there. My mom thought it was empty and put a red sheet in and then washed everything and put everything in the dryer, not realizing that I had a load of whites in and then everything I owned was pink. I guess I don't own anything red. Yeah. How did she not notice the clothes that were already in the washing machine? She just didn't look. God damn it, April. And yeah, since then I have not trusted anyone with laundry. Well. And occasionally Michael will like try and be nice and will put my things in the dryer and it makes me really mad. <laughs> so you must be livid when your downstairs neighbor does it. Yeah. <laughs> don't fucking touch my stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad I got my own laundry room now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess we could start the show now. Okay. <laughs> So I did the very famous case, the Walton abduction. Like from Walmart? <laughs> what? The Waltons on Walmart. No, I don't think he's related <laughs> to it. Um, so I got the majority of my info from the mutual UFO network.com. So M U F O N.com. Because um, they literally had all of the information condensed um and it wasn't completely in order (laughs) but i knew the story so i was able to like kind of put it in the order that i wanted and put in like the words that i wanted um and i also got some stuff off wikipedia and then i checked a couple other websites and i was like hey this is stuff that like i already knew um and just kind of ignored those other websites so so i guess i don't know this walton abduction okay So meet Travis Walton. Hello, Travis. It's the year 1975, and he's a 22-year-old American logger in Arizona. They have trees in Arizona? Yes. I thought it was a desert. But I guess it's a big state. Who knows what's there? I think they have, like, skiing and stuff. Nope, that's California has places where you can ski. Northern California. Like Northern California, yeah. So maybe Northern Arizona. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I've never been. He's a logger. They have trees and stuff. <laughs> I believe you. Um. So Travis's story 
is described by UFO researchers Jenny Randall and Peter H- Howe or Hugh H O U G H E. I say Howe. H O U G H E. Yeah. Howe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as an atypical close encounter of a fourth kind. Huff. Close encounter. No, I'm still thinking of the last name. Oh, <laughs> like huff. tough. Oh. Tough huff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. Sorry, close encounter of the what kind? Fourth kind. Which one's that? Abduction? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Still so no seventh kind, Contact. Eh? <laughs> no seventh kind, yeah. <laughs> so our story starts on November 5th of 1975, where Travis's logging crew is working in the Apache Sitgraves National Forest. Okay. Travis worked for his good friend, Mike Rogers, who dated Travis's sister and later married her. Her name is Dana, but she literally never comes up again in the story, so... <laughs> But they're connected. But they're connected. They're brothers. They're, they're related. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are all like connected here. Um, so with them is a crew of five other men. Ken Peterson, John Goulet, Steve Pierce, Alan Dallas, and Dwayne Smith. Do I have to remember any of those names? Uh, you need to remember Peterson and maybe someone else later. Um, and then don't get Dwayne, D-W-A-Y-N-E, confused with another guy named Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E, who is Dwayne Walton, who is Travis's brother a lot of people i'm not gonna remember any of this (laughs) it doesn't matter i'll tell you who they are as we go so they'd been hired to thin out scrub brush and undergrowth from a 1200 acre near turkey springs arizona um this was like a government contract uh mike rogers had a bunch of contracts in this area and this one they were particularly behind on um and oh sorry not like well yeah it's gotta be the government because it's called the united states forest service is who it's through yeah, okay. sure. sure. I'll take your word for it. Um, and they were working overtime at this point to fulfill the contract in order to get it done at time. So they mm-hmm. were working basically from sunrise to sunset, um, which in November was probably like sunrise. Is it like nine? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How <laughs> no, it works it's like in six a.m. or something like that. I don't know. Um, so on November fifth, around six p.m., the crew finished their work because that would have been sunset, I guess. Sure. Daylight savings. I don't know. Uh, daylight savings can go fuck itself the crew finished their work and got into mike's truck to return to their hometown of snowflake arizona um which is nearby but not in this particular area on the drive they witnessed a bright light behind a hill and as they approached it they witnessed a large 20 feet in diameter and around eight feet tall silvery disc hovering above the clearing and it was brightly illuminated um, Sweet. So in total, there's seven people witnessing this. And they all say they saw the same thing. They all say they saw the same thing. Okay. Um, as Travis, or so Mike parked and Travis hopped out of the vehicle and ran towards the unidentified flying object. Yeah, I'd do the same. Moron. <laughs> you wouldn't want to know? No. Fuck that. I don't want to go to space. You're lame. Okay. So... As Travis approached, the UFO began to make noises described as a loud turbine, and it began to wobble from side to side. This frightened him, so he began to retreat. Uh, However, it was too late, and all the guys witnessed a blue-green light from the disc strike Travis and raise him up in the air with his limbs outstretched. Tractor beam. Tractor beam. Like classic tractor beam, even the arms and shit. Yeah. 
like right out of the movies scurry we're gonna get to that <laughs> very scurry um oh scary yeah scary I didn't get that right over um, my head have you <laughs> well uh i don't know so remember when kesha was popular no okay well when kesha was really popular and i actually still really like kesha to be honest i love her comeback um i don't know pop music so she she would pronounce words like hair like her kind of thing <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, is she the one that tried to hug Jerry Seinfeld and he shut her down? Probably. I don't know. All right. Anyway. So. Move on. She got molested by her record producer and then oh, couldn't make sad. music for five years and then finally got out of the contract and made new music. And it was actually really good. She's actually a lot better singer than I was expecting now that she's like, she's still making pop music, but not as like, pedicures on my toes, toes. <laughs> that was one of her songs? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I loved her. And I still do. Um, anyways, but she says things like her, so we say skirt. And like just That's words. where that comes from. It's fun. I didn't know that. Well, that's how I, where it comes from for me. I don't know where it comes from for other people if they do it. Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> tangents. So many tangents. Um, with his arms outstretched. Now... The this was where I was reading from the mutual nope is that what it's called yeah the mutual yeah. UFO network they kind of like implied that the light beam like threw him back on the ground and then like he hurt himself kind of thing but that was the only place that I could like it was really unclear of whether he actually got sucked up into the ship or if he fell. So there's two conflicting stories? Well, they just didn't really explain it very well in theirs, and I couldn't find anywhere that, like, said what the guys actually saw. Mm. So I was like, okay, I don't really know. So we don't know if they actually boarded the ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they don't remember? Well, I don't know them to ask. I assume they would have told the story. Like, did they remember being on a table getting probed or something? Oh, you mean Travis? Yeah. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. But I'm talking about the witnesses right now. What people saw. Oh, okay. Okay? Fine. Um, so the rest of the crew then uh, left. <laughs> and they called the police from... Like they abandoned them? Yeah. They Yikes. left. They went to Heber or Heber. I don't know how to pronounce it. Spell it. H-E-B-E-R. Arizona. Could be anything. Okay. A town that's nearby Snowflake, Ken Peterson, um, then uh, reported that, I wrote retorted, and I was like, what's he retorting? <laughs> <laughs> reported uh, to the police that one of their logging crew members was missing. The deputy sheriff, Chuck Ellison, met them at a shopping center, and he stated that they were acting, if they were acting, then this is in direct quotes, by the way, if they were acting, they were awfully good at it. Uh, they were distraught to the point that two of them were in tears. Really? Grown-ass men wow. in tears. Like, <laughs> my friend got into an alien ship. I'd be like, my friend got into an alien ship. <laughs> High five. High five. <laughs> okay. Um, the sheriff, uh, the sheriff Marlon Gillespie and Officer San Oplin arrived shortly after to interview the men. Mike insisted on returning to the scene to search for Travis. However, there was no dogs available at the time, but the police and the crew, minus three of the men, uh, 
who were too upset to participate and have returned back to Snowflake to talk to the families instead, then went to the woods to take a look without ducks. Um, officers at the time were suspicious of the story because there was no physical evidence and no sign of Travis as they searched for him. Well, it's because he got sucked into a ship. Mm -hmm. Um... When he went missing, they were particularly concerned of him becoming victim to hypothermia because it was technically winter, even in Arizona. Well, it always gets cold in the desert. Though. Yeah, uh, which can be bitterly cold in the mountains, which they were in. I didn't know the desert had mountains. Yes, they do. Of course. Sure. I yeah. don't know. There's mountains. Yeah. I assume Arizona has many landscapes <laughs> <laughs> since they have yeah. trees now. <laughs> <laughs> This story is fake news. Arizona does not have trees. This never happened. Some guy is just trying to claim all these things about Arizona. Hoax. He should have just said said Washington and we would have believed there was trees. There we go. Trees. Logger. Get it. Got it. Good. Aliens. Pacific Northwest. Yeah. They're going to be interested in trees. Come on. Yeah. They're also looking for Sasquatch. Mm Mm-hmm. It is Sasquatch, don't you know? Sasquatch is a Wookiee. <laughs> um, yeah, and he was only wearing jeans, a denim jacket, and a shirt, which is what I wear to cut down trees. I mean, that sounds like logging a tire. No, it doesn't. My dad wears like um, really thick jeans or work pants, suspenders, a Stanfield, uh, a hat. Sometimes he'll have Stanfield like a Dickies jacket on, on top of it. And then, he- really? Yeah, they're a Vancouver Island thing. Really? <gasps> no, they they have to be like. I'm sure there are other places, but they're not like the Vancouver Island is the place. For they're not like fields. a couch and tuxedo elsewhere. No. Oh, okay. But oh. like this is the 70s. Yeah. They didn't have fancy shit. He had denim. I'm sure Stanfield has been around forever. No, it's, yeah, for Stanfield sure. for sure they have on the island. Yeah, Stanfield. I'm pretty sure their packaging even says Vancouver Island on them. What? Yeah. My Stanfield's over there. I'm dumbfounded right now. This is one of those things that I thought was a worldwide phenomenon. It probably is other places, but it's definitely like, if you don't own a Stanfield on Vancouver Island, are you really from Vancouver Island? Well, do other places have Stanfields, but they're not Stanfield brand and we just call it Stanfield? Well, it's just a wool Henley. Yeah. So technically, sure. Okay. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I mean, we could Google it. Yeah. There's a... I saw some lady Stanfields that were colorful, and I'm, like, super into it, and I want it for Christmas so bad. Yeah, I've seen, like, a red one now. Mm-hmm. No, I, you... I saw, like, teal and, like, purple. And it was, like, specifically for women, I guess. Mm-hmm. Huh? Well, it didn't actually, like, have a description of it, but I saw a picture, and I was like, that's a Stanfield. Like, well, was it Stanfield brand? Uh, I don't know, it but, it, but it's from, like a, like, a business that's in Duncan and only in Duncan, so probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I wonder okay. where they're made. I'm going to look it up. You keep talking. Yeah, you look that up. Stanfield. Uh, sponsor us. <laughs> um, that yeah. would be awesome. Stanfield stuff rocks. Yeah. We can make Sasquatch ate my baby theme Stanfields. Yeah. yeah Wear this to find Sasquatch. Like a polo looks over. It just has like a picture of Sasquatch instead of like a guy playing lacrosse. Except it's still going to be a wool Henley. Yeah. Not a polo shirt. <laughs> Um, all right, so Mike accompanied the sher- uh, Sheriff Copeland. Wait, no, Copeland was the deputy. Uh, okay, Mike accompanied Copeland, we'll just say, to Mary Walton Keller or Kellett's house. 
who is Travis's mom, um, to tell her about her son's disappearance. Her response was very reserved, and it raised flags to Copeland, who felt it was odd. Mike had to defend her, saying that she raised six children and that she had learned not to fall to pieces in the face of tragedy, which is fair. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. However, in the following days, Mary did show to start emotion, uh, start to show emotion to friends and family. Mary also contacted her second oldest son, Duane, with a U, who was living in <laughs> Glendale, and returned to Snowflake specifically because of the incident. All right. Um, so Stanfields. Mm-hmm. It looks like it started in the Prince Edward Islands, moved to Nova Scotia, and it was a big thing during the Yukon Gold Rush. Okay, so it's like a Canadian thing. Yeah. Okay. It's so, yeah, it's a Canadian company for sure. All right, so it's just not one of those things that I thought was like, hey, it's worldwide because America and Canada are the same. It's just a Canadian thing that I thought was worldwide because it was so common. Head office is in Nova Scotia, but I'm pretty sure it's heavily island bound shit. Okay, that's right. Like, do you know anybody on it... the island who doesn't own one? Well, I don't currently own one. Any man on the island that doesn't own one? Michael is a fake one. What? Yeah. It's not like a real Stanfield. I'm not sure if he like knows what a Stanfield is. No, he's got it. He's a was guy. Was he born here? Yeah, he was born in Cedar. He and then he moved to Alberta for his entire childhood. He lived in Vulcan, Alberta. Like, as in Oh, they might Vulcan. not know then. Because yeah. if it's... I mean, it's definitely a lake couch and thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, you wear that to the grocery store. <laughs> I wear it to the grocery store. <laughs> it's cold outside. They're amazing. Anyway, continue. Um, yeah. So it was sus- suspected that the UFO story was a cover-up to a potential homicide, uh, as no evidence from volunteers scouring the area had turned up anything in the following days. Shit. Yeah. By Saturday morning, which had been November 8th at this time, Mike and Travis's brother, Duane, arrived at the sheriff's office in an angry fashion because they had returned to the mountains to look for him to find no police or anyone looking for Travis. And how many days? Wasn't that like the next day? This is, uh, he went missing on the 5th. So this is three days later. So they've called off the search apparently by this time and they've gone and they've gotten mad at the sheriff's office. That does seem a little quick, doesn't it? Yeah. And then, so they're so mad that, um, that they bring it up again and the sheriff's office begins searching with helicopters and horse mounted officers and jeeps. Royal Canadian mounted police showed up. Yeah. In Arizona. <laughs> the aliens brought them there. <laughs> well, they're mounted police, so I'm yeah. calling them royal. Um, so publicity spread in both the news and the UFO communities at this point. Like within three days. Yeah. And which included Fred Sylvanus of the Phoenix UF, uh, a Phoenix UFO investigator who interviewed Mike and Dwayne. Fred noted that Mike, who's... Um, Uh, hold on, I have to read it is here. like more impressive that it, within three days people were already on it because there's no social media then. Yeah, but I feel like UFO stuff like spreads quickly when it's. But something. it has to be newspapers or like local news. But the local news would be like, "Hey, this guy's missing." These guys said that it was this. Some guy from say, Snowflake is like brings his Gazette to <laughs> his buddy Arnold's house over in Utah. Like, look at this shit. This guy got abducted by aliens, and then but that's still impressive. Yeah, and then it gets you have to like physically do it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess you can make a phone call, but but 
Like, Where's Utah compared to Arizona, though? I think they're pretty close. Yeah, I don't know the states. It's like Utah, Nevada, Arizona, California, all in that same like mid, not midwestern. Definitely not the midwest. That western area. Okay. <laughs> that southwest area. All right. That's fine. I'll take there. your word for it. Yeah. Um. I could tell you where things are in Canada. Great. That doesn't pertain to this story, but thanks. <laughs> Just need to prove that I know things. <laughs> All right, where's Sycamus? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Somewhere on the mainland. <laughs> there you go. Okay, cool. Um, so Fred noted that Mike, whose contact had already been mentioned. What am I right here? <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry. Mike, whose contract um, was uh, was already behind, like the contract through the Forest Service. Yeah, yeah. yeah, was already. So he Fred noted that Mike's contract was already behind, and that Mike mentioned that he would be unable to complete his contract with the Forest Service, and hoped that the search for Travis might mitigate that situation. So, like, oops, can't finish it. My friend's missing. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens. That's a tough thing so, to say, though. There's kind of like motive right there. Yeah, to um, keep people searching. Yeah, Dwayne mentioned that he and his brother were both interested in UFOs and that Dwayne had witnessed a similar UFO 12 years prior and that Travis and Dwayne had made an agreement that if they ever saw another, that they would try to get as close as possible and he didn't think that his brother would be injured because the a- because aliens do not harm people, which... Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, how do you So know that's that? why they sprinted towards the ship. Yeah, like... <laughs> Oh, God, give me some aliens. They're not going to hurt me, though. <laughs> These creatures that I've literally never met. You know, there's. I won't approach a strange dog because I don't know how it's going to react to me. But aliens. Yeah. <laughs> aliens for sure won't hurt me. You just have to think of it as a superior civilization and how humans treated lesser civiliz- civilizations, <laughs> which means they massacred them. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I'm terrified of running into aliens. Yeah, fair enough. Um, We're an anthill to aliens, I feel. Yeah. A marshal and Snowflake announced that he suspe- suspected it was a prank and engineered by Dwayne and Travis Walton, who had fooled the logging crew by lighting a balloon and re- releasing it at an appropriate time. However, his wife was like, uh, no, your stu- story is just stupid as theirs. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. I'm sure she said it in different words, but like, yeah. that's what the story implied. So I was like, that's how I'm interpreting it. She um, gave the cops shit, basically. Yeah, she was like, "Fuck you! I don't care if you're my husband. That's dumb." <laughs> <laughs> um, the police returned to Travis's mother's home and questioned her to the point where she was in tears. Dwayne actually had to kick them out of the house and tell her that if they were ever to come back, that she should only uh, talk to them on the porch so she could retreat into the house and close the door at any point. So the cops are being real pricks about this. Yeah. Uh, William H. Spaulding of the Ground Saucer Watch spoke with Dwayne and suggested that the magazine could provide a doctor to examine Travis in confidence if he were ever to return. And that if Travis were to return, they should save his first urination. On November 10th, the entire crew took a polygraph test. Um, questions included if any of the men had harmed Travis, if they knew where his body was buried, and if they had told the truth about seeing a UFO. Every single one of them passed that test. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. 
later that day, though, this is November 10th still, Travis was found outside of a gas station in Hebrew, Arizona. Uh, he stumbled to a telephone and called his brother-in-law, Grant, who has not been part of the story up until this point. Mm-hmm. Um, at this time, he was under the impression that he had only been away for a few hours when in reality five days had passed. Uh, one source that I found said that he was actually naked, but I couldn't find anywhere else that said that. So. I was going to ask, was he naked? Naked. <laughs> and he had lost time. And he had lost time. Uh, Travis's account includes remembering being struck by the beam of light from where from there waking up on a reclined bed with a bright light above him um, in pains. uh, Well, in pain, such as having like an aching body and a splitting headache um, and with and he was also having trouble breathing. He thought that he was in the hospital with the exception of odd facts, such as the air was being heavy and wet. The air was heavy and wet. Yeah, was how I don't know described. what that means. Like that's probably why he's having troubles breathing. Like, <gasps> like, like, like bon- super humid. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. He's humid. It's probably not very humid in Arizona generally, right? I mean, it's always humid here. But yeah, but it doesn't rain. Like, well, it's not always humid here. It's only when it's hot and rainy it's humid. Yeah, it's always humid here. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> it's not hot and rainy. <laughs> it's pretty warm and rainy here a lot. I don't know, cause like. We have I w- a lot of humidity. I was in San Diego for a while, and it was humid there. Really? Yeah. I feel like it'd be really dry there. Well, I was also there in the fall. Yeah. So, it was dry, but it was like a hot, wet, dry. Hmm. Maybe I was just really sweaty because I wasn't climatized. Could be. <laughs> I could melt like 110 degrees. I could melt an ice cube on my chest in two minutes. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Why were you doing this? Because I was so fucking hot. Like, I was okay. not. I was thinking it was some sexy thing. No, it was just like, I, I, my Canadian ice body couldn't handle it. And yeah. I like being hot. Like, Imagine if we live somewhere actually cold. Yeah. Cold and then here. going somewhere else. Yeah. Jeez. Like, what, to get minus 10 here at the most? Yeah, I don't know how people, like, live in. Minus 30? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I'll never leave this Would island. Would you rather be hot or cold? How cold? Like it doesn't matter. Like like, would you rather live in Alaska or San Diego? San Diego. Yeah, me too. But I'd still rather be. I can control my warmth better if it's cold. Because mm-hmm. you just put on more clothes. You can't take off enough clothes to get cool. Yeah, you can make it like an ice bath. Yeah. Yeah. But I just feel like. San Diego would just be a better place to live than Alaska. <laughs> um, okay. But like compared to here cold in San Diego, I'd rather be here. Yeah. He was surrounded by three inhuman figures in orange jumpsuits. Uh, they were typical grays, basically, as he described them, yep. which were short, uh, bald heads. They were large heads. They also had large brown eyes, small noses, and small mouths. He actually wasn't sure if the nose and uh, mouth were actually small or if they just seemed small in comparison to the eyes. Um, mm. Frightened, he tried to get away, and he grabbed a glass uh, cylinder-like object that was nearby. He tried to break it in order to make like a makeshift like weapon. Oh, yeah. But it wouldn't break, so he just wielded it at them. That's a real baller move. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he just kind of like wielded at them until they left him alone in the room. <laughs> they didn't decide to like strap him down. No, they're like, yeah, 
He'll get over it. <laughs> we'll be back in like 20 minutes. He'll chill. <laughs> He's trying to break our unbreakable glass with yeah. a chump. So they left him alone in the room. After they left, he exited the exam room through a hallway and went What into the hell's going on on this spaceship <laughs> where you can just get out? Yeah. There's no locks. They don't have locks in space. <laughs> it's kind of like living in a small town. <laughs> Nothing really bad happens on the spaceship, so they don't need to lock the doors. <laughs> Generally, people just let us cut them open. This guy's <laughs> freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> it's really his problem, not ours. <laughs> I love this story. Keep going. So from there, he went into a spherical room with a single high back chair. Even though he is frightened that someone might be in it, he approached it and he sat down in the chair. When he sat down in the chair, uh, or as he approached it, the room was lighting up. And when he sat in it, lights appeared throughout the room, similar to stars being projected onto like a planetarium ceiling. Cool. Yeah. And he was proclaimed king of the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, shit, we didn't think you'd figure that out. <laughs> it's like Excalibur. No Sit one sits in the in chair. <laughs> it was really easy compared to pulling a sword from a stone. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody thought to try. Uh, the chair had some levers on it and also a five-inch lime green screen. When he pushed the levers, the stars would move. Uh, he then stopped doing that because he wasn't sure what he was doing. <laughs> He's flying around the galaxy. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck. Like, Pluto. <laughs> Shit. Didn't mean to go here. Um, oh, so he got awesome. out of the chair, and when he got out of it, the stars disappeared. Uh, he went to go look for a door that he thought he might have seen. Um, okay. <laughs> when a humanoid figure in coveralls and a glassy helmet appeared, although this person was human enough it, he had larger oh, so it wasn't like a gray no yeah he looked like a human wow. but he had large golden eyes cool it's like some hybrid sort of, yeah some sort of like weird hybrid Shit. so travis asked questions but the man only motioned for him to follow him and smiled um he took him to an aircraft hangar where he saw other disc shaped crafts and realized that he had just exited one into the hangar um, in the oh. hangar, there were three more humans, a woman and two men with similar features to the helmeted man. They were not well wearing helmets. Um, and when questioned, they again only grinned at him and led him to a table. So they uh, didn't speak English, I assume. Probably not. Like, it's space. I, I can't imagine that, like, I mean, we're arrogant with English. And, like, we walk up to people and, like, do you understand what I'm saying? Well, they should have translators. We have translators now. Yeah, but you can put it in your ear and hear altered uh, different languages. How many humans do you think they have to create English? And like, if they're they should have every language. They're advanced. I don't know. It's a great <laughs> story, though. Keep going. Okay. So in the hangar, there's the three more humans. The woman held an oxygen mask up to his face, and he passed out. The next thing he remembered was waking up near the gas station and seeing the ship shoot away. So it wasn't oxygen. <laughs> No. <laughs> What's that shit you put on people's faces? Chloroform. They chloroformed him. No, it was probably like um, anesthesia of some sort. Yeah, chloroform is an anesthesia. Um. So after Dwayne, or after he, uh, I went too far. So he after Travis his brother. Yeah, after he, what he called Graham. His brother-in-law. Yeah, and then but then Dwayne came. And he, which Dwayne? His, his brother. W or U? U. Okay. 
he took him up to Spalding, or he took up Spalding's promise of a confidential medical exam. Um, without, I said that Spalding offered them an exam. Yeah. You did, yes. Yeah, without having notified the authorities of Travis retur- Travis's return at this point. So the police don't know Travis is back. Because they would have just taken him into custody immediately. Yeah. So Dwayne drove him to Phoenix late Tuesday morning where they met with Dr. Lester Stewart. However, this is where they learned that they had been deceived and Stewart was actually a hypnotherapist. It's also up to debate how much time they actually spent with him. The Waltons claim they're only there for 45 minutes. Um, and most of that was determining the qualifications of the doctor. But Spalding and Stewart claim that they were there for two hours. Hmm. Hmm. Dwayne then took a... therapist. He was just trying to get some shit. Yeah. What dick. So Dwayne took a phone call from Spalding and asked him not to contact the family again, which then made Spalding their sworn enemy. What the fuck's wrong with this guy? Yeah. Um, I don't know. He sounds kind of like a villain, though. Definitely. So the family did take up an offer from a civilian UFO group called APRO, um, which I think APRO is still pretty famous today, right? I don't know. Yeah. To arrange an examination with two doctors in their home, they agreed the two real doctors, um, to the two real doctors, and they came by. They said that he was essentially in good health, but noted that he had a small red spot in his elbow crease, um, which is consistent of a hypodermic ne- needle injection. But they also noticed that it wasn't near a vein. So maybe it might have been an implant. Did they x-ray him or CAT scan him? I don't think so. Makes me a little uh, upset. They also noted lack of ketones in his urine, uh, which is unusual for someone who would have been gone for five days with little to no food. He had also appeared to have like lost weight. Um, mm. At this point, his body should have begun to break down fats in order to survive, and this would have shown the ketones in the urine. He said there was ketones. They noticed a lack oh, of oh, a ketones, lack of ketones, which would have been right. consistent with him being starved. So they fed him. Yeah, but he still lost weight. Uh, yes. Interesting. So this entire story is greatly debated as whether or not it's a hoax or not. Because we've got the five guys who passed the polygraph test saying this is what happened. Or six guys, because I guess Mike was part of it. Um, passing the polygraph saying this is what happens. There was a guy who was missing without anything for five days. And then he appears and apparently doesn't remember anything. Right. So. Well, he remembered quite a bit. Yeah. That's quite a story. But other than like a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, five days. He only remembers like two hours. Yeah. Um. So one rationalized explanation is that Travis was hit in the head and drugged and has has his facts confused. So he probably was in a hospital and probably did try to escape, but it was probably just him being hit in the head and drugged. But there'd be a record of that. Yeah. Uh, Travis has undergone regression therapy, but he hit a mental block and expressed that he would die if he was if he continued. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. A polygraph was arranged, but after the press heard of it, Dwayne canceled it. Um, Although they did agree to take another one through the National Enquirer, of which he failed. The polygraph examiner's official um, report stated, and this is in quotations, based on his reaction on all 
um, charts, it is the opinion of this examiner that Walton, in the concern in concert with others, is attempting to perpetrate a UFO hoax and that he has not been on any spacecraft. And the examiner also stated that Travis would sometimes hold his breath in an effort to beat the machine. However, a lot of people question the objectivity of the examiner who did this test because he seemed to have it out from Travis for Travis from the beginning. And it was National Enquirer. Yeah. That's a real horse shit. So Nick Travis, Parker. yeah, horseshit, horseshit. Yeah, have you ever read it? Yeah, it's but ridiculous. wouldn't they want it to be? Yeah, I suppose so. But how do you explain the other five? Like, I understand that polygraph isn't, like, good enough to be used in a court. But mm-hmm. the fact that five guys passed it, mm-hmm. like, it's understandable that a sociopath would pass it, but all five of them? Yeah. That's a tough thing to do. Yeah, I guess. And maybe the guy was under stress. But I think they're implying that those guys absolutely thought that happened, but it was some sort of hoax that Travis perpetrated to trick them into it. How the fuck would he make them see an, a UFO pick him up? Um, The marshal's wife doesn't believe the story, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can't, like... A logger doesn't have the means to just create a UFO that can lift him out of the sky in the middle of the mountains. True that. So, fuck these people. He was abducted. <laughs> Aliens are real. You believe it. Um, so, Travis and his co-workers got $5,000 for the best UFO case of the year. What? From who? From, I don't know, UFO, UFO money people. awards. <laughs> <laughs> Um, UFO researcher Philip J. Class considers it to be a hoax and that he um, and he and Travis once disagreed on Larry King live. He even made it to Larry King, eh? Yep. Wow. Travis also wrote a book called The Walton Experience, which is a narrative of the event in his own words. And it was later adapted into the 1993 hit film. Well, I don't know if it was a hit, but I'm aware of it. (laughs) Fire in the Sky. I'm not aware of it. Okay. And the only name I recognize on the entire bill is James Garner, who is uh, that... 13 going on 30 chicks dad and then he's also the old guy in the notebook <laughs> yeah i don't think i know who he is yeah. um <laughs> travis occasionally appears on television or uh ufo conventions and he also sponsors his own convention in arizona uh which is the fire in the sky summit um he republishes book under the title fire in the sky um he's also been on episodes of uh, ghost hunters wh- and has been interviewed by zach baggins and also on some canadian show that i've heard of and i think i saw once but i didn't like the host so i didn't like give a shit he also appeared on the 2009 show moment of truth which do you remember it was like a game show where they people took polygraph tests and they had to answer the questions live on like the thing no i don't recall okay so <laughs> it was a show <laughs> It's a show. It's a show. And he um, must be old as shit now. Yeah, he's probably, well, he's 22 in 1975. He was born, I think he was born in 1953. Sure. I'm going to go with that. I'll accept your math. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so they asked him if he was abducted by a UFO in 1975, and he responded with yes. This was determined to be deception on live television. Um, Walton's response is that these tests are only accurate 97% of the time. 
That's a pretty big percentage. <laughs> and that's the story of Travis, Walton, and the aliens. I liked it a lot. I thought you liked that a lot, actually. I'm sorry that was a lot of reading and a lot of, like, telling you things. You nailed it. Things. Good job. High five. <sighs> you ever heard of Skinwalker Ranch? Of course you have. You're the one who told me to research it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not 100% familiar with it. Well, there's so many things. There's so many things. All the things. Do you like aliens? No. Do you like cryptids? Yes. Do you like paranormal activities? Yes. Well, you're going to love Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> well... Even the alien Two-thirds part. of it. <laughs> you like aliens now. Venom. Mm-hmm. Venom's in this. I like Venom. Venom's Is in Venom it. here? Yep. Hi, Venom. Easy does it on that beer. I have to finish it. That's your first beer? It's my second one. I hope so, because I've already had three. Oh. AKA Sherman Ranch. Oh, it has another name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. AKA Bigelow Ranch. Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> Robert Bigelow. <laughs> Nail Gigolo. A uh, rich scientist like space guy. Elon Musk? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a 512 acre or 2.07 kilometers squared ranch southeast of Ballard, Utah. Okay. Um, first... To the southwest. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what a skinwalker is? Um. So this is where I'm confused. All right. One, I it could either be an alien or it might be Native American folklore. Um. It is, but it could be one and the same. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm confused. So skinwalker, according to Navajo mm-hmm. legends. Yeah is an evil witch that can shapeshift into any animal it wants. But generally, it's like a wolf or a coyote or an owl. That's what I would like be, that. too. I'd be a wolf. Why? Because wolves are cool. Woo! This is the law of the jungle. As old and as true as the sky. Wolves aren't from the jungle. They are in the jungle book. It's a jungle we've, book we've, even in the jungle. We've done this before. <laughs> well, that's life. Well, a skinwalker starts out as a medicine man. And I all thought it was a me- woman. A witch. Medicine man or medicine women. Okay. A witch can be a man or a woman, by the way. Mm, okay. <laughs> I won't be sexist. Oh. So in Navajo or Native American life, medicine men or women learn about the good and the evil. They know it all. Mm. But some of them are corrupted by the evil. And then they do some shit and they become skinwalkers. Ooh, spooky. And to become a skinwalker, you have to have this crazy ritual and sacrifice some of your relatives in order to get the powers of shape-shifting and, like, super strength and speed. I only have two relatives and I don't want to do that. I mean, you have more than just your parents as relatives. (laughs) I guess. I have, like, 15 cousins. Yeah, exactly. Kill them. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not Jen. I like Jen. Holly, too. And the other ones. There's some other well, ones. Well, you're not a medicine man, anyway. <laughs> or Native American. 
I don't know. My dad thinks we're related to Louis Riel. So. You still haven't worn that shirt, and I'm a little upset about it. I don't know where it is. Just keep it real, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they've been known like another superpower. Like I said, they could change into wolves, coyotes, foxes, eagles. They could turn into any animal, but there's those are some of the main ones. Coyotes. Coyotes. But they can run long distances. They've even been, even been known to run 20 miles in an evening. No. Who the fuck are you? I don't want to do that. Mm. I'm out. <laughs> I thought you were disagreeing with me. But apparently to defeat a skinwalker, you just have to call them by their true human name. Oh, to defeat. I heard to feed one. I'm like, is it a stray dog? <laughs> it's a wolf. But to defeat it. By its real name. Yeah. Not its skinwalker name. Yeah. So, so like, hey, Kate, Father Gill, and then I win. So Rumpelstiltskin. Exactly. Is a skinwalker. Could be. Okay. Rumpelstiltskin was a real piece of shit. Yeah. You know who is more of a piece of shit? Who? That chick's dad. I don't remember the story. Well, did she sell? Did he sell her to him? The king rolled up to him. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" He's like, "Whoa, my daughter can spin gold." <laughs> and like, he just made it up. The king didn't oh, ask. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, "Yeah, she can do it. Just have her." Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what's the point? He wasn't asking for your daughter. Yeah. He wasn't asking for money. It's just he just gave up his daughter for nothing. He knew he couldn't just spin gold. Yeah. Nobody tells people that. Anyway, Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> and that was Dave's fairy tale quarter. It just really bothers me. <laughs> um, this is gonna bounce all over the place because I went from different uh source to different sources, source. so it's all kind of mixed together. See that's why researching on a computer is fun. Because um, I just put it in the order that I want to tell it. Yeah, you can copy and paste shit. Yeah, I don't copy and paste, I type. But, like, if you, like, are typing shit as you go, you can be like, oh, no, this needs to be up here. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, okay. Writers. That can't be his name. Colm. Colm. Colm Kendler. And co-author George Knapp wrote a shitload of stuff on this. And George Knapp was featured heavily in the documentary I watched yesterday. Hmm. Is it K-N-A-P-P? Uh, yeah. I recently sent an email to someone with that last name. Is his name George? No. Too bad. Um, An electronic mail. <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny. Oh, you're stupid. <laughs> anyway, these guys, especially George Knapp, have been researching Skinwalker forever. Mm-hmm. Um... I want to try and find who owned it at what points. I know that this is a pseudonym, but Terry and Gwen Sherman mm-hmm. and their children moved into the ranch in 1994 and lived there for like 20 months, to almost two years. And shit got real. How real was it? <laughs> well, the day they moved in, they found a bunch of weird like deadbolts on all the doors and windows like even outside and inside they found a big heavy chain that would have held down a large animal large heavy animal like a wolf well that's not a large heavy animal it is not really they're more than 100 pounds 
That's but like a bowl is like four hundred pounds. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did it specify bowl? They just no, said it just large, said a large heavy. heavy animal. I'm thinking it was a skinwalker. <laughs> um, they also, uh, oh, I put it in my phone. I copied and pasted some shit into my phone. The day they were there, they had their calves in a pen, mm-hmm. and uh, this giant fucking wolf. See. A large animal. Yeah. This was like, like there dire was, wolf. there's this whole thing about a dire wolf living on the property. Okay. Which is a long extinct wolf. Mm-hmm. But it was like, after this event that I'm about to say, his wife said she saw it like a couple of days later and its head was above their car. She was sitting in the car and it walked by. So it's a dire wolf. Yeah. Like a big fucking wolf. So you just disagreed with me about wolves, but. Yeah. It's a skinwalker though. I mean, yeah, fair enough. You win. Okay, so this story happened. Calf's in the pen. Wolf walks over, grabs one of the calves by the nose, and tries to drag it out of the pen. Terry and his father started beating the wolf to try and make it let it go. It wouldn't budge. So he shot it point blank with 357 Magnum. Wolf didn't budge. Kept shooting it. Wolf finally let go and stared at him. He kept shooting. And then he's like, fuck, this is enough. He went and got a rifle, Mm -hmm. kept shooting the wolf with the rifle, and eventually it just kind of walked away. And after, like, the last shot, it finally started to bleed, and they got a piece of its skin, and it smelled like garbage, basically. (laughs) I guess I didn't really need to read this because I had it all in my head. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't need to at all. (laughs) You're like, let me get out my sores, but I'm not going to look at it. I'm going to stare you in the eye as I tell you it. But I was right. It smelled like rotting meat and musky fox scent. Oh, and it was a week later that that whole thing with the car happened. Mm. And he also tracked the thing for a mile, but it just disappeared. So, that happened. Ooh, spooky. Um, Constantly, their whole field would be lit up. Like, it's sunny out in the middle of the night. Aliens. At one point, they saw an alien ship about the size of a football field. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, they just constantly saw fucked up shit. Hmm. And that's why they bailed after 20 months. After that, Robert Bigelow heard about heard the stories. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk. He's Well, no, he's not like Elon Musk. But he might be, actually, because he's really into space. Space. That's another thing. The guy in Venom. <laughs> yeah. He was like. Brock? He, no, no, no. The bad guy in Venom. Who was the bad guy? Um, Not Carnage? I, I think his name. I think the actor's name is Riz Ahmed, maybe. No, that's not right. Um, <laughs> anyways, there was a bad guy who's like kind of like a skinny Indian dude. Um, Indian Indian or the other Indian? Indian Indian. This guy. Okay. Yeah, that, I got his name right. I don't know who that Anyways, is. Anyways, he's the bad guy. Um, so he's kind of like an Elon Musk character. He's a bad guy. Right. Elon Musk is a good guy, though. He might seem like one. No, I'm pretty sure he's an evil scientist. Yeah. So is this guy. <laughs> um, so is probably Robert Bigelow. But he's never done anything bad that I can tell. Uh, but he bought it. Mm. And he started... The NIDS, 
which is the National Institute Institute for Science. Nope. The National Institute for Discovery Science. Because he was disgusted by other UFO yes. companies, so he started his own. Is that the company that Tom DeLonge is associated with? I don't know. You look it up. Yeah. But it doesn't exist anymore. So. Oh, it doesn't? No, he has a new company. It's the BASC, what? maybe? What was it called? Uh, National Institute for Discovery Science. His new company is B-A-A-S-S, Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies. I feel like Tom DeLonge is in this story. <laughs> oh, no, it's To the Stars. Oh, wait, hold on. To the Stars Academy. Uh-huh. Um, that's that's the Tom DeLonge one. Yeah, that's not it. And Hold on. No, 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 hold on. He is associated with it, though. I just found something, and then I lost it. Because um, I knew that I had heard Tom DeLonge and that word together. Um, what is it? I believe in you. I can't find what I just saw. Um, so there's something here that says... He worked for eight years as deputy director of the National Institute of Discovery Science, NIDS, a research organization using forensic, dot, mm -hmm. dot, dot. And that's on the tothestarsacademy.com. And then when I click on it, it just goes into how there's 2,547 investors <laughs> to To The Stars. Um, the last day to invest is September 8th. Join this thing. The Atom Research Pro Project. Well, it'd be a smart idea to use him as like a poster boy for the NID DDC. Yeah. Because he has a famous face. I don't know where that is. Like, once you actually go to this website, it doesn't. I don't see that. Oh shit! I forgot to mention all the cattle mutilation. <gasps> is this the vaginas? Or is that something else? That is definitely something else. Oh, okay. The family just had like twenty percent of their cattle mutilated what kind of mutilation uh like all sorts like one of them this was after the family was there this was while the nids was there they had the rancher like for one day the whole all the scientists went on vacation they went to vegas and the rancher there found one of the calves um like they had just tagged the calf they left for 45 minutes because they saw something. And they came back and the calf was sprawled out like this. And all the meat from its torso was cut off and its ear that they had just tagged was cut off with like precision tools. Specifically the ear that was tagged. Yeah. Huh. And all the meat was cut out with what seemed to be precision metallic sharp like scalpels and shit. Yeah. And there was no blood or fur anywhere around. So it must have happened somewhere else and then the calf was dropped back where they had left it dead. Weird. So I don't know which story this has to do with, and maybe we'll research this thing in the future and it'll come up. But there was like, I don't know if it was like a county or like a town, which would be in a county, <laughs> um, or a specific <laughs> farm. Um, but there was 
some people and cows that were affected someplace in America at some point where, say, the cows would water, wander down to, like, the creek or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the people would go, like, looking for them, and they'd find them dead and mutilated, but their genitals would be um, taken out. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about that. That's not this. Mm-hmm. But that sounds fascinating. That is. And I wish I could remember what specifically. That's the thing is like <laughs> I have all this vast knowledge. But until you like. So th- I just until it's like in front of me. I don't know it. And I have no knowledge. And I just do what I'm told. <laughs> and I repeat facts and they're wrong. <laughs> That's why I do my research. Because like I know things in my head. But I don't know them. Yeah. So in case fair. anyone's wondering why I. I actually try. <laughs> I try and do my research. I'm just really bad at it. But it's all right. It works. It comes out. Yep. We get the story told. Exactly. Um, that doesn't make any sense. I was wondering about that part. I'm just going to ignore it because it doesn't make any sense. Tell it to me and I'll decipher it. Well, I said that the Sherman's bought it in 94. And then it says here that in 1996, Harvard professor John Mack and Bud Hopkins bought the ranch. But then every other thing that I found said that Bigelow bought it in 1996 and started his research. Hmm. There was no other information about these Harvard guys. So I'm just Elon Bigelow, it. male Gigolo. <laughs> yes. Um, just jump in a random spot. 2016, Bigelow sold it to Adamantium Real Estate which is a shell company Mm -hmm. and the owner doesn't want his name known. Okay. But he promised to continue the research. That was one of the agreements of selling the place that he had to keep researching. Okay. And he stepped up the game. He started bringing in more scientists, better equipment because it's years past and shit, but he's getting the job done. See, if I wanted a really cool big property and bought something and the only agreement was I had to continue to research, I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to go on to like ZipRecruiter.com. <laughs> Not sponsored. I wish. <laughs> um, and I would find some guy be like, do you like aliens? Question mark. Okay. Here. I bought you an Airstream trailer. You sit in that. You wait for aliens. You write down what you find. That's my research. <laughs> These guys are a little more intense. Yeah. Like Bigelow in particular, he brought in dozens of scientists from like legitimate places, like from the CIA, people who worked for the Pentagon, all the little three letter things that you can think of. CIA, FBI. All all PhDs to work on this ranch. MBA. NBA. (laughs) NHL. Yeah, all those. All the PhDs. (laughs) Wayne Gretzky's there. (laughs) um yeah so they're really serious about this shit Mm -hmm. i think bigelow's main thing like they claim that his company is uh just to research for the truth but he also runs like bigelow aerospace which is a company that does research for like space shuttles and shit he has two private shuttles in space that are just his just to research space this dude's fucking loaded how many random shuttles do you think are in space that aren't nasa then 
That's a weird question to ask. There's definitely like Russian ones too. Well, other than Russia, because but like you know private. what? They put a dog. You're talking space. private shit. Yeah, which by the way, I have heard that dog's name spoken now, and uh-huh. we mispronounced it when we said it. What is it? Uh, I forget it now. <laughs> But we said it wrong. But we said it wrong. That dog's dead. Yeah. And then I heard it. And I was like, that's such a pretty name. And then I moved on with my life. Because it died in space. Yeah. I'm really upset with that. Well, would you rather a human died in space? Yeah. You're one of those people? Yeah. That prefer human or dog animal life to human life? It, here's my thing. Is a human is more sentient and is more understanding of the situation that they're going in. A dog's just like, oh, you give me treats and belly rubs. Okay, thank you so much. Exactly. Okay. So yeah, I'll get into your thing. And then it doesn't understand why it's alone and dying dying in space. And it's but hungry. But is that a good thing? Like, if you can hear my dog whimper when I put the baby gate at the top of the stairs and he has to sit downstairs and I'm upstairs. <laughs> like... It's I just believe that human life is more precious. Heartbreaking. If I put up a baby life. gate and there's like a full grown human on the other side, he'd be like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. The majority of the world agrees with you for some reason. They believe that dogs and animals are more important than humans, but they're wrong. I, I'm not saying that they're more important than humans. But you feel for them more. Like, are you one of those people who watch a movie and if a dog dies, you're sad, but if a human dies, you're not? Yeah. Yeah, those people are weird. It's not weird. I had a friend who wouldn't watch John Wick because a dog John died. John Wick beginning. really bothered me. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it's a bummer that the dog died, but this guy wouldn't watch the yeah. movie because he knew a dog was going to die. He watched it eventually and found out it was an amazing movie. No, I watched it and I was just so upset. And then I started watching the rest of it. And I was like, well, at least he's avenging the dog's death. <laughs> but why did that have to happen? To make him start the show. <laughs> Like, ours is a pretty good premise because a lot of people are like, yeah, I relate. Like, if someone killed my dog, yeah, I'm going to be John Wick. You're not going to be John Wick. We'll see. <laughs> You're an assassin, a Ten- highly skilled assassin. Ten years from now, I'm getting murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. FBI don't Fix come that, after yeah. me. Or do. It'd be a good episode. It'd be a good episode. <laughs> Um, no, I just, people have a better understanding of things. Like if it wasn't a, oh, for sure. if there, if it was a human that had cognitive like issues that didn't fully understand the scenario, I'd have the same empathy as but I, but like if you're testing a rat, like you're poisoning a rat to test it, it's better that you're poisoning a rat than a human. Or if you're going to send something to space because you've never sent anything to space, it's better that a lesser being dies than a human. Dogs aren't interested in space. No, but humans are. Yeah, so human go into fucking space. But they'll die. Don't send a monkey to space. Don't send a dog to space. But the thing is, it's not that they'll die. Is they sent him, like they just sent him in a non-returning mission. I'm Make a mission sure where he, he can. Up. Yeah. They didn't have proper shielding and he got a little hot. Is that what happened? I think so. I thought they just sent him up there and then he stayed up there and then I mean, I think that was the end goal anyway. Yeah. They knew the dog was going to die. Yeah. But you can't do that to a human. (laughs) Humans have more rights than animals. Yeah. Is it Laika? I'm going to get so much hate Is that the name of the dog? Laika? I I feel like that's what it is. I feel like people are going to hate me for this episode. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, dogs are amazing. Yeah, I love dogs, but I don't really because I've never had one. 
Maybe that's my problem. Yeah. Here's the thing is like, I don't get people that have never had dogs. Like I'll Michael, talk to my parents, Michael has a really hard time with the dogs when the dogs like do something. Like if I've fed the dogs and I have them downstairs kind of thing. And after I fed them, I don't make it back there in like the 20 minutes to let them out right away. And then Holt accidentally poops on the floor. He's like, Oh, Holt's such a bad dog. He pooped on the floor. I'm like, no, I'm a bad owner because I went and brushed my teeth and straightened my hair and I didn't let him out after he had to poop. Obviously, he ate. Like, people drink their coffee and they have to poop. Like, it's the same thing. He eats, now he has to poop. Yeah, that's fair. The dog can't let itself out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't get mad at I'm him. I'm okay he, with that. You gotta go, you gotta go. Like, you should have been on top of it. The that. one time, like, there's one time that Holt actually did poop on the floor mm-hmm. and he had a really bad stomach, like, ache, and he had, like, ex- extremely explosive diarrhea and vomiting and i don't remember what was happening but like he was just all this one time he was sitting in bed all of a sudden he goes ah! and he starts running towards his litter box because this is when he still had a litter box uh-huh. and just outside the bathroom where his litter box was he had explosive diarrhea all over the floor and he literally just like stared at me put his head down wouldn't look at me and then he went and sat in like shame it's just like my bad bro yeah he was like i can't believe i did that like oh like he knows he did something that wasn't proper and was like really embarrassed about it just like when i shit my pants yeah so embarrassed (laughs) (laughs) um anyway okay seems like these aliens are pranksters why is that dave tell me well if constantly like one specific thing somebody left a a post holer you know what that is a post holer yeah, it's like, like a, a thing a to like punch thing to holes, holes in the okay yeah. for like fences. For posts fences tangents uh, so many so fences a dude put it there he walked away went and got a drink came back the thing was in a tree <laughs> um a guy's chainsaw you, bro. <laughs> put his chainsaw down he went to do something his chainsaw was a hundred feet away oh i thought you were gonna say it's in a tree <laughs> <laughs> a whole cord of irony wood. there a whole cord of wood you know yeah a giant pile of wood went away for like four minutes mm-hmm. and the wood was moved it perfectly stacked but moved way down the yard okay so one more thing yeah four bulls in a pen <laughs> big 2,000 pound bulls their vaginas were cut out bulls are men <laughs> <I know. laughs> there was this little trailer between the pen and the outside of the pen mm-hmm the bulls somehow without opening the door ended up in this tiny little pen which is impossible to get bulls in this thing because it was so small like one let alone four Mm -hmm. when the farmer walked up sherman i guess and he's like hey what are you doing they came out of a trance because they were just totally calm in this thing and they lost their minds and destroyed the whole thing and escaped (laughs) took them four hours to round them up again and they figured it's just because the aliens are fucking with them. <laughs> so, like, part of it, like, because, again, it's half aliens, half supernatural Navajo stuff. Yeah. Would you like to know how the Navajo thing happened? I'll tell you after you say what you're, okay. what you're saying. Is it, my question is, is it both? Like, are they two separate things happening in one area? Or are they related? Well, maybe the skinwalkers are aliens. But you said they were shamans. Maybe those are aliens. And I never said shamans. I said medicine men. 
What? You lose your mic? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, we're good. Okay, good. <laughs> it sounded like it just sounded like conversation to me for a second. I was like, uh, oh, uh-oh. Um, or maybe it's just a really super. Maybe aliens are there researching the skinwalkers. Perhaps that would be interesting. And that would explain why there's so much activity for like. Is there current activity? It's constant. Hmm. I mean, you can't get to the ranch anymore since the new owners, they've gated the one road that went through it. It used to be public. There's armed guards there now. You're just not allowed there. And who are the owners? Uh, Adamantium Adamantium Real Estate, but it's a shell company. Oh, so it's the government. No, the guy, the doc I watched, there was the owner. They just Mm -hmm. didn't show his face and like they made his voice weird like they do. Hmm. He just doesn't want uh, his research in this you know, to interrupt his other dealings because he's like a serious businessman. Elon Musk? Fuck, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> really could be. I'm on to you, Elon. It really could be. This episode's good for the drinking game. <laughs> we mentioned Elon Musk at least like eight times. Um, there was one story of a creature... I, I think it'd be a skinwalker. Okay. It was a cliff, and the scientists were just kind of there. Mm-hmm. And it crawled out of a hole from the cliff, like a portal, like a wormhole opened up. It crawled out, looked at them, and this thing is huge, like mm-hmm. eight feet tall. On all fours, it came out, looked at them, crawled back in, and the thing collapsed on itself. Like the creature did or the wormhole did? The wormhole collapsed on itself. But, and the creature was out. The creature came out and went back in, and the wormhole closed. So now we've got aliens, we've got supernatural, and now we have like an alternate dimension. Yeah, this place is crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, you want me to go deeper on the legend, the Navajo legend? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. So the Dine which was a Navajo tribe, but they call themselves the Dine. Mm-hmm. In uh, the early 19th century, they lived the land. It was fertile, lots of animals to hunt, and clean, good water. Mm-hmm. So they're happy. Okay. Until the Utes rolled in. Wait, do I have that right or I have it backwards? No, yeah, I have it right. Then the Utes rolled in. They were an aggressive tribe. They killed, captured and claimed the land, and they sold the Dine to the Spanish settlers and turned them into slaves. <laughs> so as they did this, the Dine cast a curse on the land, which made it like a breeding ground for the skinwalkers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, now nobody in the tribes around the area, the Navajos, they're like, forbidden to go on the land because it's tainted on holy ground okay so that's how skinwalkers happened Mm. that's scary (laughs) uh jumping around again Mm, maybe not Okay, 2017, it was made public by uh, Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space 
studies that new company after NIDS um, that they were a part of a government investigation that was worth $22 million to study UFOs. This is a government funded, which means the American public taxpayers funded UFO research. And part of that was taking place on Sherman ranch or Skinwalker ranch. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge thing. The American government is researching aliens and it was brought to light in 2017. Okay. It's pretty cool, so right? Dom Delange, Tom Delange is not crazy. I just called him Dom Delange. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's definitely crazy, but there's other things that aren't crazy. I want to know like what's genuinely going on in his head. We should do an episode on him. We could. Yeah. Maybe we could get him as a guest. I know his brother. What? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I get for real. I really jumped ahead. I knew all this stuff already, so I didn't read it. Now I don't know where I'm supposed to be. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, one of the photos taken by the new owners. Mm-hmm. Like they fa- in the background, there's a UFO. Mm-hmm. It looked like the Millennium Falcon. From? Star Wars. Okay. Han Solo ship. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was fun. <laughs> Which Marvel universe is that from? <laughs> it is Disney. So it is the same universe. Disney that means owns that it all, a Disney princess. It does mean that. Yeah. Can I tell you something that made me cry? Oh, I already said this on the podcast. Never mind. What made you cry? Well, I remember that episode where I had where I was reading my crying journal. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Well, one of the things that made me cry is that I remembered that uh, Carrie Fisher's dog doesn't know why she's not coming back. <laughs> she really loved her dog. She did. Yeah. It's really sad that Carrie Fisher died. She was awesome. Yeah. She was so young. Yeah. Do you think her daughter visits the dog? I mean, somebody has the dog, right? Well, I assume. I don't know. Do you, I don't think. I don't think the I dog don't was think, just abandoned. Yeah, I don't think Billy Lord's the person that has the dog, though. But do you think, like, she invites the dog to Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would. I know you would. So, Yeah. <laughs> I don't even like Millie that much, and Millie would be at my house. <laughs> Sylvester's always invited, though. I don't know what you're talking about. My mom's dog. So. Okay. Um, so I pretty much covered everything that I wrote down just by remembering it. I'm going to end this with saying that the new owner in the documentary called any skeptic delusional, and that if they did their due diligence on the ranch, they would find the truth. Okay. That's about it. There's there's constant updates because they're still doing the research. Shit is real on that ranch, and we need to go there. Okay. Because Sasquatch ate that baby. <laughs> People also claim they see Sasquatch on the ranch. Really? Yeah. In Utah? In Utah. That's not the Pacific Northwest. Well, what about Old Red Eye? That's like Jersey. Nah, that's the East Coast, but still. Sasquatch what about the Yeti? That's somewhere snowy. That's it's like India mountains. The Indies? Whatever the fuck. The, the Alps. No, I think that's in Sweden. Oh. <laughs> Mount Kilimanjaro? That's, no. That's, nope. <laughs> what are those mountains that are really tall in India? Uh, you know the ones. 
I think it's the Indies. The Andes. Might no. be the Andes. <laughs> but I think I don't think so. Google it real quick before we end the show. Tall mountains. Where's Everest? That might be that area. No. I don't know. India. It's not there. Uh, nope. I just got a list of mountains. I don't think it's in India. (laughs) (laughs) I'll fucking find it. List of mountains in India. Himalayans. Oh, the Himalayans. <laughs> Boom. Is there a song? It's like, there ain't no mountain high enough. No. Yeah, does that have anything to do with the Himalayans? No, there's a mountain in it. And there's also ain't no valley low enough, ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we can wrap it up. So. Yeah, I got to have dinner and go to bed. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> Just kidding. Bye, friends.